0: Everybody, it's Kyle coming at you live. Okay, not live. Well, I'm live right now, but you probably won't be hearing this live unless you're watching. Are you watching me? Anyway, coming at you from my car on the way home from work Monday afternoon, as normal. Uh, I'm just driving on home, enjoying a couple days with the wife kiddos or grandparents, and and uh, my lovely wife will be going down to grab them and bring them home here shortly. But we got one more evening to hang out. We might go grab a bite to eat, something like that. What is bugging me? You know, <laughs> I almost uh, kind of blew my wad on talking about gun control last week because Holy cow, that's pretty crazy. Um, This last weekend is so upsetting. Uh, I'm not even going to get into it. It's it's really, I stand by what I said in the last episode. Go listen to that. We got to do something. End of story. What else is bugging me? I'm not going to talk about the Second Amendment, these mass shootings. I'm just not going to do it. It's, It's just too much. Alright, what else is bugging me? Um, I think I've talked about this before, I've, I've alluded to this fact, but um, I'm not sure if anyone else who watches uh, stuff streaming has noticed this as well. I've noticed it on Netflix quite a bit. Um, I haven't really watched a lot of made-for-Amazon uh, Prime or made-for-Hulu movies, because most I've seen TV shows through both of those guys. but. Made for Netflix movies, um, they they seem, and it's funny because we watched one. We watched a Wine Country. It's a Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, that whole gang. Um, you know, and it was fun. It was really funny. There's some great parts to it. Pretty hilarious, and uh, you know, it, it was good. The real issue with it seems to be that it's just not polished. I mean, you I, I've never worked on a major motion picture or even a minor motion picture other than some school, some student films and maybe some films afterwards. Uh, you know, just super 8mm, eight, eight that type of stuff. And, and then other than that, it's just been corporate video for me. Uh, but in local news. But I do know that one big part of editing a, uh, a film, or even a short film, it doesn't really matter, is tightening it up. And I can tell you that, you know, Wine Country just was not tightened up. And um, the other one we watched with Ali Wong, uh, oh, I cannot remember that, Always Be My Maybe, that's what it was. Really hilarious moments in that film, but again, just not tightened up the editing's not snappy and quick it doesn't have to be quick fast cuts that's not what i'm talking about what i'm talking about is just cleaning up the the footage after it's assembled to to make it uh, move a little quicker and, and to be seamless feeling but these films that i've seen these especially these made for streaming films that i've seen it seems like they're just pieced together in order, almost feels like a, there's a computer doing it. Sorry if you work for one of these companies, <laughs> editing, but uh, especially Netflix. But it does kind of give that feeling. It kind of feels like you know they put the shots in and log what they are, and then the computer assembles it without trimming it up a little bit and cleaning it up a little bit. And and yeah, I mean, again, a pretty good writing on these films and. And good actors and, and, you know, good idea, good stories. The other one was the one with Adam Sandler where they're spies. He and Jennifer Aniston. We watched that one with the family. They they think they're spies or whatever. They're just going on a trip, but I don't know. It ends up really crazy. It's almost like a mix between Clue and who knows what the hell else. But, again, it just didn't seem like they were finished making the movie. Part of being finished making the movie is the editing, a huge part of it. And so, I don't know, that kind of bugs me. Again, I'm happy to watch these and they're included in what I'm paying for already, which is fine. But, yeah, man, I mean, you better bring your A-game guys if you want to compete with the big dogs in Hollywood. You better, because it's, it's just not happening right now. Now, I know that the, let's see, I think it's called The Irishman, is the Martin Scorsese film that's coming out, and that's a Netflix-produced film. We'll see how that goes. I'll be interested to see how that thing's cut together, because I'm going to imagine with a director like him, he's going to really be involved in the editing and, and all that stuff, and I don't think uh, he's going to allow something to come out with his name on it that's not tight in a in a complete package when it's delivered so i don't know it's just interesting watch watch these films if you get a chance or if you're interested again wine country is very funny it's cute um and then the same thing with always be my maybe and uh the uh i won't say the cloverfield paradox because that was a totally different film and they just made it tie into the cloverfield kind of universe thing afterwards but uh you know, a lot of these films just seem like they're not completed. Like it's not finished somehow. Not cleaned up. Not tightened up. So. Now, let me talk about some things that I'm into. In stark contrast to those films by Netflix, I will talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Went and saw that with the wife yesterday. Pretty interesting. I. You know... Tarantino, I I really love Reservoir Dogs. I love Pulp Fiction. Um, I like Jackie Brown a lot. You know, uh, Kill Bill films are fun. You know, even the Grindhouse stuff. And and uh, I like Inglourious Bastards. Uh, Django Unchained. Um, you know, Hateful Eight's okay. I'm not a big fan of it, but it's pretty good. And then this film kind of falls in there somewhere i'm not really sure i'm not really going to compare it so much but it's a slow burn man it's like two hours and 40 minutes long and it is a slow burn i mean it really is i think that uh, it's the good news is that it's absolutely gorgeous it's so stunning and so beautiful and so well shot that i don't i don't mind sitting there for no apparent reason for A long time on the same shot or seeing a bunch of stuff that maybe doesn't entirely pertain to the story because I enjoy looking at the beauty that's been captured so I'm totally cool with it but it is long man and it is pretty slow it picks up definitely towards the end there and it's so incredibly acted and I mean it it's it's really hard to believe just how good that movie looks. Um, the other thing too is he's got alternate universe ideas, you know, and he he's he did it. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Inglorious Bastards, uh in, in his film he chooses for Hitler to die in a fire in a movie theater. <laughs> it's pretty crazy but at the same time it's like man I kind of wish Hitler would have died in a movie theater man it might have stopped things earlier you know um uh, there are similar things in this film and I- i'm not going to spoil anything in this film but I- i'm okay with it you know but it is it is pretty bizarre um and <clears throat> the ultra violence at the end of this film is wow holy Crap. i mean it is deadpool caliber violence really gory and horrifying and and raw and gritty oh my god man it's something i mean i am fine with it uh, stuff doesn't really affect me all that much i'm i'm more thinking about how they did it to make it look that way uh, but the wife did kind of have to turn away a little bit it, it's rough man there there's stuff in there that's really rough and uh, but it's a good movie, man. Like I say, I mean, I'm totally cool just watching Brad Pitt drive a sports car through the streets of L.A. Uh, for 10 minutes. I'm fine with it because it's fun to watch, man. He, Both the, both these guys and, and everybody that's in this film really got so into their character uh, that it was pretty amazing. And uh, even Luke Perry showing up in there a little bit. And uh, I cannot remember the name of the little girl. She's in American Housewife. She plays Anna Cat on there. But she is in this film as well as a fellow actor in a show that, that Leonardo DiCaprio is starring in a movie. And she's great. She's so good. and um, so into her role. And Leo is amazing in this film, man. And so is Brad Pitt. And so is Margot Robbie as uh, Sharon Tate. You know, it's funny because I heard a little thing. Somebody said that uh, one of the questions that they asked during uh, press junket, and they were all up there on stage together, and Tarantino was fielding some questions. And there was a uh, a reporter, and she she had asked Tarantino why he didn't give uh, Margaret Robbie Moore lines as Sharon Tate and uh, <clears throat> and he you know he he wasn't really an asshole about it but he was pretty short and to the point and said that he disagrees with her hypothesis of how the film should be okay that's totally cool I'll be honest with you I was kind of watching for that and I was kind of paying attention because I'd heard it before the film came out and I I guess I didn't really notice that she didn't have a lot of lines. I mean she didn't but I guess the other thing I might say about it is I, when I think of Sharon Tate, um, and of course I never really saw her in much, you know. I mean, I was born the same year she was murdered, or around there. But when I've seen even uh, shows with her on it, or I've seen her in interviews, or maybe just not even really in interviews, she doesn't talk a whole lot she's kind of an object of beauty. And I know that's horrible. I don't mean it in a sexist way or anything like that. But what I'm saying is at that time, I think she was more on display than she was as far as, you know, really heavy acting or stuff like that. So, um, you know, you gotta consider white men still were ruling the world pretty well at the point this, this story takes place. They still are, it's faltering now, it seems. But, but, you know the whole thing with the you know she, she she's so pretty she should just be there and be quiet or whatever was a kind of a common ideology and thought process at the time now i don't know if that's what tarantino had in mind when he made this or what but i would say that you know I, it didn't really bother me all that much of course i'm not a woman either but um it didn't really bother me all that much because I think that's kind of just the thing of her. But I can I can say this uh, in the stuff that I have seen of Sharon Tate and Margot Robbie just knocks it out of the park. She is her and she is very much her and she becomes her. And it's, again, it's hard to say that almost because she doesn't say a whole lot in the film. She does talk, obviously, but she doesn't say a whole lot in the film, but she is Sharon Tate in this film, man. It's amazing. Um, some little gems that are in the film and more of uh, the Tarantino created products are in there. Uh, red apple cigarettes show up at one point, even sticking around guys, there's stuff after the credits too, or halfway through the credits. So, so check it out. It's not like uh, a Marvel movie, but there is a little bit of extra stuff in there. It's kind of fun. Um, all, the scenes are great. I mean, you, you guys have seen the trailer for it, and, and the Bruce Lee scene is awesome as well. Um, there's a lot of awesome stuff in this film, and, and checking it all out and really focusing on what you're seeing, and, and uh, it's a lot of fun, man. It's, it's, it's a Tarantino epic film, even though it probably didn't really need to be an epic. It could have just been a film. I still really liked it. If it was an hour shorter, I probably would have liked it also, you know. But it probably would have been more of a whirlwind, fast-moving movie at that point. So it's probably just great the way it is. I don't. I hope there's never a director's cut that's 20 minutes or 30 minutes longer or even two minutes longer. But uh, anyway, check it out if you get a chance. And uh, oh, another thing to pay attention to, Al Pacino's great in it, by the way. Um, but there is an image of a Mad Magazine cover... And coincidentally, I got my final Mad Magazine and the final regular Mad Magazine uh, last week, and it is the cover that they show in the film. Kind of interesting. But that was kind of fun to see as well. And uh, the cool thing about the Mad Magazine, the new one, is you know how they always parody a movie or a TV show in every uh, issue? Well, in this one, they parody the TV show that. The character uh, played by Leonardo DiCaprio stars in the TV show that he's a part of. They parody that in the newest issue of Mad Magazine and the last issue of Mad Magazine. So pretty awesome. I like that all the way around, and I like being able to see and find things like that in in movies. So again, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's for everybody. Uh, If you're allergic to violence, you may want to stay the hell away from it. because it's definitely pretty rough in parts. What else am I into? Uh, Well, we watched, let's see, we watched a lot of stuff. We've watched a lot of stuff this weekend. um, That was pretty fun. We, let's see, we watched The Wine Country. We watched, uh, I don't know, we watched a bunch of stuff. But uh, as far as TV shows and stuff like that, I mean, we're just wrapping up some TV shows that we watch with the kids. One show that we do watch a lot and we like is uh, Game of Games. It's Ellen DeGeneres' Game of Games. And it is her game show that is consists of a bunch of different games to get to a game you can play if you have the opportunity to play the game to win the money. So uh, it's fun and it's pretty wacky. And uh, kids love it and it's fun to watch and something we can all enjoy. So that's kind of fun to check out if you haven't. If you like game shows, it's right up your alley. If you like watching people get splatted with stuff, it's even more up your alley. Or people falling, <laughs> but it, it, it's good time. Um, music, not much new. I mean, I'm still listening to Fat Lip a lot. Uh, there's really nothing else out there right now that I'm really interested in. I mean, I'm crossing my fingers we're going to get some of these albums here pretty soon. Um, there's really not much out that I'm very interested in right now. I did see there's a new Tool album coming this fall. I'm not a big Tool fan, but I'm sure I'll check it out. So, um, But yeah, I mean, I, on that subject that I brought up earlier about Netflix movies not being completed, that's kind of one thing I'm worried about with the film The Dirt, uh, which is the Motley Crue story. Um, you know, I'm not all that crazy about watching it in the first place, uh, but I would kind of like to watch it. But I'm kind of afraid it's going to be what I'm talking about, man. It's not going to be tightened up and not smoothed up a little bit. So, anyway, more on that later as it comes. Uh, let's see. I think that's about it, guys. I mean, there's really not much else going on. I did read some more of the Star Wars Galaxy Edge uh, comics. Pretty good. I, you know, I mean, it's episodic, quick little stories about... Different characters I'd imagine that are walking around when you, if you go there, um, but uh, it, it's pretty cool, pretty interesting, and I love the artwork in it, and especially the artwork for the covers is pretty amazing. One I just read is Greedo, um, so all the he's a Rodian, and uh, you know him because on shot first, right? If you if you've ever heard that whole thing, uh, he's the green alien bounty hunter guy that meets Han Solo in the very first Star Wars film, A New Hope, um, and Han Solo wastes him in the bar and leaves. Anyway, there's a, this story takes place before all that, and it's pretty interesting. If you get a chance, you should check it out. Uh, that's about it, guys. I really can't think of much else. I'm sorry. No, nothing else really going on. And again, you know, the whole thing with the Netflix films not being completed, it's not that it really... I, I hate it or anything. It's not I'm anywhere near passionate about it. Like I have been about other things I've talked about before um, that have got me in trouble. <laughs> but it does kind of bother me because I know these films have a, lot, a pretty good sized budget and they're they're uh, paying the actors and the actors you know, and, the stat, and the crew and all that stuff. But you've got to pay a good editor. and they, You know, there's something to editing a film. And there's something to completing and polishing that film and i just feel like it's not being done somehow i don't even know how to explain that other than just the way i just said it all right well there will be more soon uh look for a new episode next week but until then get off my lawn